0: To this works-based mentality where okay, I gotta pray all day, every day, and I gotta, you know, just walk around with a mindset of prayer. And, and if I slip up, then I'm messing up. And but that's not what it's really about because and we're gonna get into like the definitions and what prayer means from a biblical uh point of view, and, and we're gonna just look over a few scriptures, but I want you to get in your mind that this cry for more of God can only be accessed. Through more time in prayer. A lot of people. Don't pray. Because they want to stay. The same way they are. If I spend too much time. Talking to God. I might have to change. But if I. Stay away then I can justify the way that I am. Because realistically, there's something that happens in prayer. And we're going to talk about that when I break down the Greek word for prayer. You're going to find out that prayer has the power to change you. I know you want prayer to change other people. I know you want prayer to change other situations. And circumstances, but prayer, the greatest power of prayer is what it does in you. So that's my introduction. So we're going to get into this. And we're going to start with a very short verse in 1 Thessalonians, uh, chapter 5, and verse 17. That simply says, pray without ceasing. So Father, we just ask God as we enter into um, your word and we begin to um, understand and grow and learn and grab a hold of what it is that you want us to have today. I I just pray God that there be um, an impact that changes the way we go about prayer from this day forward. And that God, there be an enduring, progressive revelation of the importance and the power and the need for me as an individual to be more prayerful. Uh, we ask these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. amen. So, very simple verse. Doesn't seem like it needs a whole lot of exegetical, hermeneutical uh, treating. It, it's, it's very simple, right? But within this verse is the key to understanding really what prayer is all about. The first word I want to look at is this word, pray. Now, for most people, they will say, Yeah, I know what prayer is. I know what prayer is. And for Some people, you know, it's, it's going to be you know uh, uh, uncomfortable, but it's okay, we're gonna make this a, a little, little, uh, little interactive. Uh, uh, uh brother Jeremiah, what, what, is what is prayer? What is prayer to you? What is
1: prayer?
0: A conversation that goes on, sending a request to God. Okay, conversation that goes on, sending a request to God. Akilah, what's prayer to you? What's prayer? Transparency with God. Pastor, Ann, grab a mic. Let's walk around. Let's let's take a poll real quick. Let's, you know, I don't know if the folks online can hear them, but let's take a poll. Let's let's let's, let's take a poll. Uh, Deacon Tim, let's go to Deacon Tim. Deacon Tim, what is prayer to you? I agree with everything that's been said, and also, where's the good
1: one that we have? Can so, hear <laughs> Reed had a real good
0: one. I
1: know didn't she? I agree with everything is
2: said also <laughs> okay okay i agree with everything that's been said and also uh casting all
0: our fears on okay so fears us. so past cc repeat that in the mic for for those that <laughs>
1: So likely,
0: okay, that's what it is. Right. So he agrees with what everybody said, but he said in addition, it's casting
2: our cares on him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I, this one might work. This one might need to take. my might work. Well, well, let's see how this goes. Ask,
0: ask brother Manny. Brother so, Manny, what what's prayer to you? Uh,
1: uh, Cry for mm. God's answers, prayers to see what's going on, the
2: conversation, the connection. The brother, the father, it's everything you ever wanted in the relationship with God. It's confirming your relationship with God. It's
1: knowing that I could talk to you and only you, and I can't
0: be directly judged by you. Oh, let me get one more. All right, go, go, go talk to sister Nikki. Nikki be on the prayer call oh, every okay. morning. she be on the prayer call. What, what's prayer?
1: basically a time that we have to come before the Lord, lay our request at his feet. Um, it's a communication where we're praying for one another, for ourselves. Um, and just really um, a, just constant communication with our Father in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: So those that are taking notes, those that are taking notes, hopefully everybody's taking notes in some way, shape, or form. The term prayer, G43, 36, prosyokomia, prosyokomia, this word prayer um, literally means an exchange, it means properly to exchange our desires for what God desires, and then God deposits faith in us To trust him for what he has revealed. Let me say that again because that sounds a lot complicated, right? Prayer literally, literally is us exchanging in conversation our desires. And God replying with his desires and giving us the faith to live out what he has revealed to us. There is literally supposed to be an exchange in prayer. I come to God with my petition. God, I want more of you. God says, I want you to have more of me, and I will give you the faith to pursue it, even on the hard day. I'll give you the strength to accomplish it when you feel weak. I'll give you the grace to go through when you're struggling. Because when my prayer lines up with God's will, I receive the petition that I have made unto God. And so if I was to give you a point, and I, and I really couldn't, I was like, what, what, what would be my point? The first point would be, we must be continuous in prayer, because continuous prayer changes us. We must be continuous in prayer, because continuous prayer changes us. He says, pray without ceasing. This, this is where we get the idea of being continuous. The term ceasing here for those note takers, G89 in your strongs, uh, it's a very difficult word. I'm not even going to try to say it and mess it up. But this word literally means to leave nothing in between without unnecessary interval, without intermission or omission of time. Here's what it means. It means that when there's an opportunity, you should be praying. The only time you shouldn't be praying is when there's not an opportunity. Some people think, oh, i got to walk around praying all day. Sometimes it's not an opportunity, but when there is, you pray. How many people have had somebody say to you, pray for me? You say, amen, I'll pray for you. You walk away, and three weeks later, you didn't pray for them. You weren't praying without ceasing because you had an opportunity and you didn't take it. If you understood how powerful prayer is, every opportunity you have, you would pray because continuous prayer doesn't only answer prayers for others, but it's dealing with who you are. Because as you go to God, it order to keep going to god in prayer something has to change in you because our pride says that we can do it without god our pride won't pray because i can do it my way and i don't want to go to god and maybe god show me a way that's not what i originally wanted to do anybody ever thought what if i pray and god says no That might make me not pray. (laughs) But what if my desire was to really have what God wants for me? And so God, even if I mess up, but I'm going to come and I'm going to talk to you anyway. Anybody ever, you know, I I, I guess I just talk about myself. I'm the kind of parent that when my child would come and talk to me about something, and I knew what they were talking about was kind of, I don't know, why do they want that? I wouldn't just tell them no. I would talk them through why. That's not a good request. Wow. So that when they left me, they were better than they came. That's the kind of parent God is. A lot of times we draw near to say things instead of draw near to hear. (laughs) God, I'm willing for you to correct what I'm asking if if it's wrong. See, some people never even thought about that when it comes down to prayer. You just thought, I pray, God answers. And that's true. But sometimes His answer is different than your prayer because God knows what you need before you ask. Is't it wonderful that but He'll let us come and, and ask anyway? Well, I think man, it, he said, he's not judging you. He's correcting you. He's standing you upright in the areas where you're falling down. Ah, see, see. If we really understood prayer, we want to pray more. I need, I need to pray more because, I, God, I need you to do some work in me. And so, God, what about this? <laughs> let me let me talk to you about this because if I really realize that when He corrects me, He's actually setting me on a path where I'm going to see prayers answered because. These prayers are according to his will. I'm not just throwing dart to the board. Okay, God, I want this and that, and let's try this and <laughs> he says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Listen to this. When we pray, we exchange our wants, our desires, our hopes, our wishes, our thoughts. For God's wants, desires, hopes, wishes, and thoughts. But in addition, once God gives you what he desires, he looks to see if you're yielded enough for him to impart what is necessary for you to accomplish what it is that he's asking you to do. Here's the, still a phrase, here's the scandal of it all. Somebody goes to God and says, God, I want to be married.
1: God says, I want to make you humble.
0: Wait a minute. No, no. God, I don't don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about being married. And he says, I want to talk about humility. But but I want to talk about being married. God, you know, so-and-so over there got married, and -and such-and-such got married down there, and, He said, but you came to me and you offered up your desire and I offered back mine. Mm, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody caught it, even though I haven't said it yet. Somebody caught it that, that his desire will make marriage work. Your desire for marriage might not make it work. God, I, 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 I want to make more money. Father, I, I, I need more money. Because, uh, you know, I, I want to be blessed and I want to be doing it. And God says, I want to make you generous. But I, I will be if you give me more money. No. I, I, I want to work on your generosity. So now as I direct you, I want you to be generous with what you have. Wait a minute. I just asked you for more. You're telling me to be generous with what I have? I don't have enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you don't have enough. Yeah. Because what's blocking your generosity is your greed. But if you get rid of your greed, you'll find out that you have all that you need and you have enough to be a blessing to others. And then I can trust you with more because you're faithful in the little that you have. Oh, God. Yes. I just wish somebody caught that. This is why we got to keep praying. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep going to God because he's working on us. Yeah. Prayer works on you. Yeah. works on you. This verse used to always trouble me. Like, How am I supposed to walk around praying? Mm. How do I do that? But literally when you understand what it's about, you're like, I, I do want to pray. You, you know, you're going into Lord... You know, the situation on my job, X, Y, Z, and blah, 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 is happening. And God says, yeah, I want to position you to be the light here. Wait a minute. I'm asking you to move people because they're they're blocking me up and they're frustrating me. And I want to move them. And he says, yeah, I want you to be the light. And I want you to move them. And I want you to be the light. And I want you. Okay, God, I'll be your light. And in being the light, the person that was the problem, when a man's ways please the Lord, he'll make even his enemies to be at peace with him. We got to be continuous in prayer because continuous prayer changes us. Yeah, yeah. Keep going to God. Keep asking him questions. Keep, ta- keep talking to him about your stuff. God, I'm mad. Okay. okay t- tell me about that. God, I'm frustrated with what the way things are. But are you ready to hear his response? Or do you just want to vent? How many venters? Where are my venters? Where are our venters online? Oh, look at my my girls. They're beautiful. Look at my girls. (laughs) How many venters just talk? And you're just blowing off. Like, all right, you ready to hear? Yeah, and so all right, you ready to listen? Well, and and uh, you gotta stop and be ready to hear. The Bible says draw near to hear, not to give the
2: sacrifices
0: of fools. Don't be rash with your lips. Don't be caught saying a whole bunch of stuff before God and let your mouth. Cause your flesh to sin. You want to pray. You you want to pray all the time. We should be praying as much as we can because in those prayers, something is happening to us. Let's go to our next scripture because that's, that's the beginning stages, right? Is God working on us? But then as we go, to Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, we see how once we understand prayer, prayer becomes, man, one of our greatest comforts and greatest assets. He said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Let me pause right there. There's a lot of people that are letting the requests be known to people instead of letting their requests be made known to God. We must be continuous in prayer because God is continuously there. People aren't continuously there. But God is continuously there. So we must be continuous in prayer because God is continuously there. Why would we go and search out people who may not be available when God is always available? God. They used to say that in the midnight hour, you can go into prayer. Paul and Silas, y'all remember? We're in the prison. They're praying and singing hymns to the Lord. That doesn't seem like the right time to pray. But Paul was the one who wrote uh, Thessalonians 5.17. He said, pray without ceasing. And so he followed his own preaching. That even in the cell, after being beat and stripped, he found himself singing hymns and praying to the Lord in a difficult time because the Lord is not absent in your difficult times. He's more present when you're going through your greatest struggles. Oh, you're not with me today. If you really allow God to be there because what happens when we're going through is we push God away to talk to people. People who have no answers. Their answer is let's pray. <laughs> Their answer is what does God say <laughs> and you're going to them and you're talking it up and you're telling them about your problems and I, I just learned a, a, a new a clinical term that there are people who like to triangulate. <laughs> See I didn't know about that, that before but I was like, whoa that okay I've seen that plenty of times. What, what it means to triangulate, is that I got a problem with Pastor TC, so I go to Ophiel, and I talk to Ophiel about Pastor TC, and then Ophiel says, you know what's happening between you and Pastor TC, and you, Pastor TC, you need to go talk to uh, Apostle Anthony, because uh, he said to me that he was having a problem with you, and now we have this triangle. Instead of breaking the triangle and saying, let's pray.
1: Don't worry, we got that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're working it up here. <laughs> so we, 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 we have to stop going to people and start with going to God. And then God, watch this, will send the right people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then God, because then we let God do His work. Right. We stop trying to do His work for Him. And so, uh, watch this. The cross known to God, right, and the peace of God. See, here's the exchange. I went to God with a problem, y'all, and he gave me peace. Willie, I went to God struggling, and I came away with peace. I went to God confused, and I came away with shalom. (laughs) Uh, I went went to God feeling empty, and I came away full. Oh, y'all, the exchange that happens in prayer. And, and I got a piece, watch this, that surpasses all understanding. Wait a minute. This is beyond what I think should be happening. See, this, yeah, let me. So, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a moment where you think that the problems that you're dealing with, uh, they're just too big. And then you go into prayer, and the problem seems smaller. And you're like, no, 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 no. They're big. No, God says they're small. You're like, no, 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 it's a big problem. No, it's a no, no, it's all messed up. No, it's, it's better. It's, no, no, no. I got it. So you keep trying to keep it big and crazy because beyond your because it's beyond your understanding that you would have peace right now. Right. It just, just messes you up that why do I have peace? I'm supposed to be pulling my hair out. I'm supposed, supposed to be losing my mind. And, and 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 part of me says, well, yeah, lose your mind because you're supposed to. And the peace of God goes beyond your understanding. He says, no, you don't have to lose your mind. You don't have to go to pieces. You can come together in me. Yeah, yeah. And we'll try to go to pieces and God's peace will put us right back together. <laughs> Anybody ever tried to go to pieces? I just want to be mad. I want to be frustrated. I, I just want to be hopeless right now. And God says, No, you're not hopeless. You got peace that surpasses all understanding. Watch this, that will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Pastor TC, the sentinels. Yeah! <laughs> those, those sentinels. You're like, what, What's a sentinel? A sentinel is a guard. It is a soldier that stands watch. Ah, man, 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 man. To know that I came to God with a problem and I left with sentinels that now protect my mind. Oh. Yeah. So I got to fight my own sentinels right. yeah. to get my problem back. Wow, that's good. God says, wait a minute. The way to your problem is shut and your problem can't come in. So why are you fighting me to get to your problem? Why do you just want to have a problem? People are like, no, people don't want to have a problem. Yeah, there's people that want to have a problem. Which camera I have? This one? There are people that want to have a problem. They love it. They, they, they love it. They're like, oh, I got a problem. All right, well, God's got peace. Well, yeah, let's, let's get peace later. I want to talk about my problem. Wow. What if you actually, Deacon Tim, did cast your care on him knowing that he cares for you? What, what, what if he actually cast that care instead of carrying it around, talking to people about it? Look at my struggle. Wow. So and so did this to me.
1: Wow.
0: I lost my child.
1: I'm struggling
0: in my marriage. Wow. (laughs) You want to pray? No, I want to talk about this struggle. You you, you got an art? You want to go and and, and sit with that person and work it out? No, I I just want to show you the art. Look at it. It's big. Everybody, I have an art. Well, can we pray for you? No, I just want to show you my art. I know. You're thinking he's extra this morning. I was watching Golden Child. Yes. My brother Nootsie has forgiven me. No, Listen. It says the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. This is why prayer is important. Because Prayer accesses your heart. Most of your pain is in your heart. Most of your struggles, they're in your heart. Most of your brokenness is in your heart. There are so many that have been wounded and afflicted, and it's in their heart. But there's something about prayer that brings about the peace of God. And he says, I'm going to protect your heart. Let me me do it. And you're trying to move him out of the way And protect your own heart He said no let me do it Because sometimes I got to protect your heart From you Sometimes it's you That is doing the worst to your own heart And I got to protect your heart From you And your mind And your mind And your mind And your mind, and your mind. Heart and mind, we separate, but really when he says heart and mind, he's talking about the inner you. He's talking about the soul. He's talking about that inner part of you, that part of you that makes you you, where your personality is, where your creativity is, where your will is, your will to live, your will to to learn, your will is there. And so what he does is he says, I'm going to protect you. We must be continuous in prayer because continuous prayer continuously protects us. We must be continuous in prayer because continuous prayer continuously protects us. I, got, I, I gotta pray y'all I gotta pray even before the prayer line is even going I've already been up walking the floor praying because as, as, as I heard somebody singing the other day I need the old come up out of me oh my goodness because i'm really going to the depths of my heart and soul and i'm saying god i really do need you when i wrote that song lord we want more not the one she danced to but the song that we sung before that i I was that was
2: all i had
0: i just said lord I, i just want
2: more of you day and night night and day Lord, I want to seek your face. The ordinary, yeah, that ain't gonna that ain't
0: gonna get it done no more. Just regular prayer that, that there, there,
2: there there is a place in prayer where everything and everybody drops out of the room mm-hmm. and out of your mind. Yeah. Right.
0: There is a place. In prayer, where the world around you evaporates. And it's just you and God. See, that place of prayer is where
2: the peace of God.
3: Uh, The
0: way that David, the psalmist said it, he said, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. On another occasion, he said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. And that will I seek after. That I might dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But a few verses down, he says, when you said, seek my face, my heart answered your face, O Lord. I will see. There's a place in prayer where all of people's problems and situations, you come out of it walking through it like, yeah, it's going to be all right. No, it's it's crazy right now, but it's going to be all right. Because I took some time in prayer. That word anxious, that word anxious literally means to go to pieces. That's what it means. It means to be split and divided within yourself. And the word "peace" literally means to be whole. So when you go to pieces, God will put you back together and make you whole. Uh, yeah. We gotta go. What's my last? My last verse. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. First uh, Timothy chapter two, verses one through four. And those that, um, those that have your, got your uh, your uh, study guide, this is all in your study guide. I'm just going right through it. He says, therefore, uh, I exhort you, which this word is interesting too. Exhort means to come alongside you and encourage you to come and do this because it's for your benefit. That's what exhortation is. Exhortation is, man, I got to... This is going to be good for you. So I need you to do this. He said, I exhort you, first of all, that supplications. Supplications are needs. They're what people feel like they need. A way to to express it is my felt needs. My human felt needs. So when I supplicate, I'm going to God because I feel something. Mm, We're gonna get this, and so I feel something. And so, what I want to say to you, we got to be continuous in prayer because through prayer, God can deal
2: with what we feel.
0: We got to be continuous in prayer because through prayer, God can deal with what we feel. Most people are telling other folks what we feel, and our feelings are too strong for them. Yeah, y'all not? Yeah, maybe it's just one or two people that really yeah, people. Yeah. Some people see a person cry and they don't know what to do. They just, uh, uh, what do I do? <laughs> they, they, they don't, they, it, man. Well, how do I make them stop? <laughs> right? That's what they do when they say. But God, he, un- sister Nikki, he understands the language. Oh my, of God. Jeez, my God. Even when we don't have the words to say, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will begin to make intercession for us because there are times where we do not know what to say. So you're just blubbering. And he's like, uh uh-huh. And that's that. And amen. And so bring your supplications before the Lord. That's right, right. And and, and sometimes in, in the context of this, you're crying out over Others, this is it. Uh, this is about it's not about you, but th- it does apply to you because you could bring supplications for yourself. But in this context, it's talking about you supplicating for others, right? And so, supplications this means, what do you feel for others? God, let me talk to you about how many feel something for Ukraine. You Your heart is just ah. take it to God. Take it to him, take it to him, take it to him. Supplications, prayers, this is that same word. Prosio, comomiae. This word means to exchange. It means to go to God with something and let God answer. Intercession means literally to step in between. God, this person can't speak for themselves, so I'm gonna bring it to you. You know, in some churches, intercessor is like a official title. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But all of y'all are intercessors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every last one of you is an intercessor and will have to intercede for somebody at some time. Right. Hopefully, unless you just <laughs> hide in your Christianity. But I'm, I... <laughs>
1: you
0: know how I many times? I had to pray for people on my secular job. They needed prayer. I'm like, you're going to get in trouble. So they said they needed prayer. Come on over here. Let's pray. <laughs> Man, there's so often that we need to, that's right. You, you find that spot. Tyus' office back at the, uh, Hinkley was the prayer room, that was the closet. There are people just go out and fall out in her office. Just ah! <laughs> they come out <laughs> I'm like what happened?
1: <laughs>
0: there was an exchange in there. There was something that happened in there. Somebody went into intercession. And giving of thanks. This is something that we forget to do. How many thank God for the people around you? Come on now. There are days I just thank God for people. Just Lord, I just thank God. You You are every we call it thankful Thursdays on the prayer line, and I get on. They be sleepy. It's six o'clock in the morning. They be sleepy. I get on. What are you thankful for? They be like ah 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 yeah. Well, because i've been up for an hour so <laughs> you know i'm in full gear and so i get on what are you thankful for and once they wipe the coal from their eyes and clear their throat, <clears> throat well they start being thankful and other people hear what they're thankful for that other person now understands what they're thankful for and all of a sudden you just have a party of thanksgiving And so it's good to be thankful. And Thanksgiving made for all men, all men, all men. And what this means is all men in the sense of all the people that you know, because you're not going to be thankful for all men. You don't even know all men. So this is specific, y'all, to your circle. Is it specific to your circle? Because what we've done is we made a lot of things about prayer impossible. We just, oh, I got to, you know, just do this big, huge thing. And it's not. Right. It's actually very simple, very normal, right? For the kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and reverence. Um, I didn't put verse five up there. But verse 5 is important. You do all these things because God is not willing for anyone to perish and he wants all men to be saved. This is why we do this. So Ultimately, we want to stay continuous in prayer because there are countless things and people to pray about. There's just so much to pray about that you, you, you just got to keep at it. You just got to keep at it. You know, some of us, we want to quit in praying for things because we're like, I don't see anything happening. But w- when you pray for something else while you're praying for the other thing, God's working on that thing. And then you come back to that thing. Whoa, he did it. <laughs> because there's so much to pray about. How many feel like I don't have enough hours in the day? to pray about the things that I feel need to be prayed about. When you start thinking about what you need to pray about, you're like, oh, God, you want to go back to bed. Like, I'm just, <laughs> just, just going to lay back down, <laughs> you know, because I don't, I don't know what to pray about. Um,
1: as I close here, I've thrown
0: a lot at you. And what I want you to take away as the most important thing is what prayer does to you. Because all these other things only happen when you are being worked on. When God is changing you. Because then he can open your eyes to praying for other people and other things. Then he can show you how to receive his peace. But I, I just got to keep coming. I just got to keep going to God and receiving from him more of him.
1: God, I, I really want more. I really want more. How many of that's you today? You you just want more. You remember those chords for more of you? Lord, Lord we want more. Start on the C sharp or the C, yeah, the C, C sharp, A, yeah, yeah.
0: I say that because at the end of the day. Everything that we are and ever hope to be will only be found in him. And so when we go after him, we see ourselves change. And as we are changing, we become more usable in the world around us. And so if that's you today, if you say, you know what? Yeah, I, I need to reignite my prayer life, I need to really get deeper. I just want you to stand with me. I'm not gonna ask you to come all the way up here, I want you to stand with me. Because I wanna just pray with you. Because sometimes we find ourselves just going through the motions, right? And and, and at the end of the day, we gotta put we gotta put us in it. We can't just use our mouth.
1: Hold off a second, guys. I just want you to lift your hands. Just lift your hands.
0: Father, we yield ourselves to you that we may receive more of you. We want you more than we want the things that we want. Because in receiving you, we get wisdom about the things that we want. So, God, we want to enter into that exchange. Where God, you become God and We are your people, and you lead, and we follow. (laughs) God, we don't want prayer to be our spare tire. We want it to be our steering wheel. We want prayer to be how we live our lives. We want prayer to be the initiator that when we step to go do something, we are taking time in prayer. And God, sometimes the prayer is is just, Lord, I need your help. Lord, order my footsteps. It may not be elaborate. It may not be theological. It may not be.
1: It may not be this big production,
0: but God, you hear us and you understand us. You're attentive to the prayers of the righteous, and so Lord, I just pray right now that as we recommit to being continuous in prayer, that God, when the opportunities come, we just want to pray. When the opportunity arises, we're going to lift you up. When someone needs prayer, we're going to go to you because it's not our prayer that delivers them. It's you. It's not our prayer that heals them. It's you. And so we're just taking them to the one who can do the work. And so God, we've got to learn how to continually bring people to you. And prayer is the best way to do it. So God, we just thank you for the opportunity to hear your word today. and We pray, God, that it not fall on stony ground, thorny ground, but it fall on good ground and produce a harvest in our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, Come on, Willie, you and Pastor TC, y'all get to deliver the gospel and put the tag team back together again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: it <laughs> yeah, works, man. Sorry, we working. It's all right. It's all right, right? Check, check. Okay, that'll
2: work. that work. So, what, what, what a word, man!
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So, Pastor talked about the exchange between you and God. Well. When we give our life to Christ, that's also an exchange, too. The um, Bible declares that when we come to Jesus, we confess Him, we believe in our heart, and confess Him with our mouth that He is Lord. And if we pray that, we'll be saved. So, what happens, Willie, is I believe on Christ. I believe on Jesus. Yeah, yeah. God gives me faith. Oh, yeah, yeah. And therefore, I am saved. I'm now able to do what pleases Him through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the exchange,
3: right? My wishes, my will, in exchange for His will and being empowered by God's grace to do what he's telling you to do. So,
2: my friend today, if you're in this room somehow, and you're not saved, which means um, one, you don't have a relationship with Christ. One, you're left to the devices of yourself. Sin. We have sin. Everybody in this room has sin. And it's not for Christ. It's sin has a death penalty. The Bible declares that sin burns death.
3: And, and I want to pause that real quick. There, there's a destitute. Like there, there was nothing that we could have possibly done to earn or deserve this grace that he has bestowed upon us. He suffered a, a, a wrongful death. In exchange to be that one and only sacrifice for us to receive and come in the right relationship. I just want to pause there because the gospel is not just for the unbelief. It's for us as well. It's for us to come in back. And that's one thing that Apostle said is that sometimes the only encouragement we get is when we're fellowshipping one another. We're filled up. We feel good. And then we go all throughout the week. We get discouraged. We get dwindled. We get down. We get depressed. We, we, We go through all of these cycles. But I want to pause right there to really get in the emphasis of us to not be mindful and not to be forgetful hearers, but to be doers of this word as well. Because there's somebody that is watching your lifestyle. There's somebody, pastor, that's watching my lifestyle. Apostle, there's somebody that's watching us, each, and every single one of us. So I want us to, to take hold of this today. So again, let's not get caught up in the regular schedule programming. Let's not go through the motions of the day-to-day thing, but understand that we have a hope lives on the
2: inside of us. That's faith. I want to add to that because Jesus, the second thing he died for is to save you from this world, this perverse age. We look in the world, we look on the news, and you can feel where you are a Christian or not. Something is ending. Something is wrapping up. We see it through the way nature is. Christ died to save us from everything in this world. Every addiction, every every pattern. How do you know this world has a system? It literally has a system. And God saved us from that.
3: The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And God has saved us from that. Yes. So today,
2: you might be hearing this her apostle. And you come to the conclusion that, man, you're right. I need, I need Jesus, as a Savior. He he is the only way. He is the way to truth, and to life. If that's you. Me and my brother are gonna pray. Now Pastor to you, bro, cuz I mean, We do this all the time. But we're gonna go back to
1: Romans 10, 9. How like to even add level in there?
2: that if you confess the Lord Jesus, so we're going to pray with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you're saved. For anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, verse 11, shall not be put to shame. So in short, God hears you. Talk about that. He hears you. He won't let you down. He won't say.
3: Everybody repeat after me. Lord, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you, God, that I am saved from the penalty and the power of sin and death. I have a new spirit Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Rest, rule, rest, rule, and abide lead me and guide me to all, all of your truth in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen
2: Pray that the heavens are rejoicing we are rejoicing come on, lift it up that means you're saved sins and destined for soul separation from God, but now a son or daughter of God, you, you're you one with him. You're being adopted in. Now we you can pray with all liberty knowing that he hears you. But he does. Because you have a relationship. That's the reason to be excited. So that was you today. Somehow you got saved. You have a relationship. You're born again. You're born again. And you're like, well, what do I do now? That was amazing. I feel so much joy. I feel so much relief. But where do I go from here? Well, you can see me, my brother Willie. You um, got our, our apostle Anthony. We got Pastor John Florence somewhere earlier. Right? And you can come see us. And what we do is we'll link you in. We're about to get into Bible study uh, into announcements. Excuse me. And there's things in the church that you can connect yourself with. So you're constantly growing and that's what it means to be committed to community.